I think at the end of the day, the thing that we need to remember is that Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. Because I should be more clear. She tells him she's in church, but she doesn't go. Still, she's on her knees and Scotty doesn't know. Scotty also doesn't know that we drop new episodes every Friday on <laughs> Apple, Google, and Spotify. You had me at... Hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Allie. And I'm Mel. And this is our podcast where we watch romance movies and try to figure out why we love a genre that hates us so much. Indeed. Um, we talk yes. about romances in any form. As long as the plot is about romance, you bet your bottom dollar we are going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Even though that's not typically our go-to genres to chill out. Mel, what do you like to watch? I love spooky stuff, but lately... I've been getting into reality TV, and I've been watching a lot of Jerseylicious. Um, So think like a shittier version of Jersey Shore, but it takes place at a salon and not like at a party house. Oh, my God. I've seen a single clip from Jerseylicious, and it's a girl talking about how a guy is nice to her. And she goes, he's very hospital with me. Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. I remember that episode very well. I I don't know who she is. I don't I don't need or want to know any more about her, but I hope she found love. Um spoiler I like to alert, watch... she didn't, but what do oh. you like to watch, Allie? <laughs> but he was so hospital with her. Anyway, he was so I hospital. Like... <laughs> I like to watch an action film or like some although lately uh I've been watching I guess this is in the same vein, but like kind of western stuff just I think cuz it's like we're sad in the desert but we have our friendship like that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about either of those today. No, um, no, we're not. I will say this movie we've been thinking about for a while since we started this podcast about starting a discussion of whether like teen sex comedies fit into the rom-com genre mm-hmm. because they kind of do. Um, they, they tote f- that line mm-hmm. between whether the plot is about romance or sex Mm-hmm. And whether sex and romance intersect in that respect as well. Yeah, and, and they also follow the same basic structure mm-hmm. of like, oh, it, it, like there's a misunderstanding and at the end somebody like has a girlfriend or whatever. And then and we'll get into this later. But I thought we were going to start this discussion with something else, a different movie, but we're not. Um, did you think, gonna, what did you think we would do instead of this first? I, I thought we were going to, when we came to this, I thought we were going to end up watching like American Pie or something. That's fair. That's but fair. I'm, I'm very okay with this. What? Anyway, we didn't watch this. Mel, what yeah. movie? What movie did we watch? We watched Euro Trip. <laughs> <laughs> this happened because I uh, we were talking about like what movie we actually were going to watch a different movie, and I sent Mel a message because I woke up out of nowhere. I woke up with Scotty doesn't know in my head. It was like on a. I only know. I only knew one part of the song, but it was like on a loop. And then Mel said, should we watch that movie? And I said, okay. And so here we are. But we have someone with us who uh, doesn't uh, find joy in, uh, doesn't derive comfort from horror or action. Uh, He's a special boy. (laughs) Every time I intro you, every time I intro you, I make it sound like you're a man we have kidnapped. I don't know why. He's a very special boy. He does a very special special boy. boy. He eats his food so quickly. Um, anyway. What's a Tiffer, movie? Our sound engineer, Tiffer. Hi, Tiff. Hi, Allie. Hi, Mel. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing good. Thank you. Wonderful. Tiffer, All right. You... So, okay. So, Tiffer, have you seen Eurotrip? Have you heard of it? Are you familiar with it? Yeah. I have not seen it, but I have heard of it. Like I'm, you say Eurotrip. I'm like, yes, that's a movie. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You know, yeah. I, I think just from growing up in the what what year did it come out? Like very early aughts. Yeah, like early yeah. aughts. Okay. Because we all grew up around the same time, so like we all would have heard this title. Totally. Yeah. I, yeah. I you know definitely saw posters and trailers mm-hmm. for this, but mm-hmm. never seen it. But I would guess mm-hmm. um, it's American teenagers, you know, college students probably going on a trip to europe Mm -hmm. um and they have crazy sex good times and (laughs) i just (laughs) you're so spot on yeah that's that's literally i mean that's the plot what else would it be what else would it be exactly i yeah now i'm thinking though what what are the accents like because i i've gotten so gabby and i during the pandemic got really into eurovision like the actual <gasps> yes. Eurovision Song yes, Contest. Yes, so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've watched like the past decade, I think. We went back <laughs> and yeah. watched at least the grand finals. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, something about watching Europeans speak heavily accented English, especially when they cut to all of the countries <gasps> and you get just people. It's like, okay, you're in front of the whole world for these uh-huh. 10 seconds. What are you going to do with it? It's... And- it's so like yeah. I don't know the adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I can't explain it. I watched you Eurovision. Both showed amazing. me a little bit. Yeah, it's incredible. You both showed me a little bit of. I watched some of it with you, and the craziest thing is we. I watched a little bit of the most recent finale with y'all, and what blew my mind was every single country was like, "It is so great to be all together again, finally." And then it got to the UK, and it was a girl in a party dress, and she went, "Hi!" On she said two phrases, and she was like, "That's uh, Happy Eurovision in Dutch and French," but I don't know which one. <laughs> um, I like all the camp outfits, but that's just me. Like she straight up just insulted Eurovision, and I was like, "This is why they hate the UK." Because, like, every other country is like, it's so great that we are all together, finally. We have been through so much. And the UK is like, okay, so, basically, you all have shit outfits, all your songs are gay, but, like, it's funny to laugh at you. Um, Bye. We'll and get zero points. We gave all our UK, points to France. Okay, the UK, the UK got is zero the points. America of zero Eurovision. Points. Yeah. Oh, totally. But, yes. So but thank you, Tiff, Tiffer. You, you called it. You Crack absolutely nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it, babe. Um, well, this has been Tiffer's Pop Culture Osmosis. Thank you, Tiff. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Eurotrip. Eurotrip. Um, Let's get into it. Uh, I think this does technically, in a way, maybe more so than some other teen comedy. I think, like, this is this definitely like a teen sex comedy of the early aughts. It's that. It is that. But I do think this, like, it follows the same basic beats of, like, a rom-com. And also the mm-hmm. whole goal is that he can get to this girl. And he yeah. says throughout and the he, movie, he's he like, I he think I'm her. in love. With-. He says yeah. he loves her, which is a little bit like, I think it's, maybe, should we get into the plot? Can yeah, I, I mean, I would yeah. just say, like, because we've spoken about mm-hmm. the grand romantic gesture in rom-coms and how And often... that's this whole movie. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page. This whole mm-hmm. movie is getting an inside look into the grand romantic gesture. Like the process behind that, Right, because normally, and I think that's why it's so fun and so interesting and so unique in a way. Because I, I, don't know I, I love this movie. I love this movie. Um, I Did some really... of the jokes hold up? No, no, no. But here's the thing. I wrote down at one point. Oh no, I'm laughing. Um, I, was I think cry I think, laughing the whole time. I think I was. Ex- wow, you really loved this. This I is like expected, Master of Disguise for me. Okay, the way that you love Master of Disguise, unironically and unapologetically, genuinely, you genuinely are like. There's no like that's a peak <laughs> movie for you. Is really wild. <laughs> It's yeah. something where I'm like, it's such a divide with us. I know. But uh, we're not talking about Master of Disguise. I will say, but I think this movie, I, like, I, I went into it thinking, like being worried. I was kind of worried. I'm like, oh, am I going to really like hate this? And I, this movie is kind of charming, frankly. This, I find these leads really charming. Mm-hmm. And there are legitimately like good, funny, silly jokes in this movie that I like. like it's a very silly movie. Like, is there stuff that we're, are, are, are there things where I'm, and we'll get to it, but are, are there things where I'm like, <sighs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But um yeah. It's... Oh, something funny though because I had to, I watched this on Amazon and I I'm doing a trial of pa- Paramount Plus. Oh. Um, and what when it started it went you're watching Nickelodeon and I was like I better not be. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Nickelodeon. I really hope not. I Paramount owns Nickelodeon. Maybe it was like a I I I don't know why cuz I don't know why it wasn't an ad of like also available on Paramount nickelodeon but it, it straight up just said you're watching nickelodeon no i am not no this this should this film should never be allowed on nickelodeon it shouldn't be on nickelodeon anyway no. um nickelodeon so is just good clean fun for kids i don't know it's it's like it's like disney but you can fart yeah it's, I mean, clean as in, like, it's not sexually explicit or graphic correct. in any inappropriate way. No, but it is, like, a lot of, like, slime. It's like, Disney said you can't be gross. Well, we're going to put green yogurt on everybody. And it's like, okay. I mean, um, I, I dig it. Fuck Disney. I mean, absolutely fuck Disney. As, but a, anyway. as a corporation, but as the stuff that they create, I kind of enjoy it. But, you yeah. know, anyway, I don't speak for the brand or the company. Um, so let's talk about Euro Trip. Let's talk about Euro Trip. So, okay, the basic <laughs> this the basic movie. plot of this movie mm-hmm. is that Scott graduates from high school. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend dumps him because she's been cheating on him with a bunch yeah. of other people. Kristen Kruick, 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 Kruick. I don't know how to say her last name, but she played Lana in Smallville. Very beautiful. And she's an okay actor. And like, she's great in this. I think she's she genuinely just, yeah. funny in this. And I also like how they don't necessarily make a focus of disparaging her. Like she like in a way that not other the movies nicest? No, they're not, because there's one point where they're yeah. like, Oh, she slept with like two hundred guys. Blah. Yeah. Which like but, we don't we don't approve of slut shaming here. But also I appreciated that it didn't become a focus like, it was a passing yeah. comment it wasn't like my ex-girlfriend is a slut it wasn't like yeah. that she she no. breaks up oh. with scott mm-hmm. we find out she's been sleeping with matt damon matt damon is in this movie <laughs> and as the lead singer of this band and they <laughs> sing a song called scotty doesn't know which and let's be real fucking bop that song fucking slaps it if I, you have never <laughs> heard scotty doesn't know pause this podcast Go listen to that song and then come back to this. I think I heard this because I truly don't remember the last time I watched this movie. I, I'm almost certain I watched it in my teens. I don't remember when. But I know that I heard that song before I saw this movie. Oh, the song was, was super popular. The song was huge. I remember being in my cousin's, my my cool older cousin's RAV4, and she wow. started playing this song and she knew all the words. Scotty doesn't know like, that Fiona, that Fiona and, and me do it, do it in my bed every Sunday. Sunday. I love that we're trying to slow down so we can match each other on Zoom, and it will never—it just will it never, will never be. work. No, we just have to decide that one of us sings something and the other one doesn't. We can never do that, though. I know. In this friendship, I know. Uh, anyway, but the song... she's in church, but she doesn't go. Still, she's on her knees. It's it's, it's truly it's fun. so good. It's fun. It it's good. And so um, mm-hmm. then we're kind of introduced to all the characters. So we've got Scott, who's our main our main boy, and his mm-hmm. and the thing in this film is like, ugh, Scott, you're so predictable. You're so boring. He's just like uh, that's which he's the just thing like he says he's just like he's a just nice a- boy. He's just a boy, but that's the thing that Fiona, Fiona right. his, his ex-girlfriend says to him to be like, I'm breaking up with you. Um, um, and then his best friend, Cooper, mm-hmm. is just the horniest little turd I've ever... That's so rude, Melanie. But he is very he's, horny. He's a horny little butthead. He is he's, incredibly sexually motivated, but I will say that I like... He's not a bad dude. He's just I, like... I mean, a horny he's not team. Great. He's not great, but I here's. But he's I, not terrible. No, what's I think is interesting about this movie is that these four leads, because there's also um the their friends that are twins, they're fraternal twins, a boy and a girl, uh Jamie and Jenny, and Jenny is I, played by Michelle Trachtenberg, aka Georgina from Gossip Girl, aka Dawn from Buffy. So, aka Harriet the Spy. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Oh. If you're our age, you know who she is, and you respect her, and you appreciate her. Yeah. And, and so, basically, 
the the twins are going to Europe on a trip just to be like, oh, before college, bleh. Yeah. So Scott, Scott and is supposed to go uh, work for his dad. Yeah, who's a doctor for the summer. or something. And Cooper, okay, this is something that blows. <laughs> this, I this blows my mind. Mine I too. texted you about it because I was like, I cannot believe this is. He has a paid internship with a law firm. Cooper, yeah. Which what is, and. A, a paid internship that he doesn't do, but they give him a cell phone. So, like, a running gag throughout the whole movie is that he'll, like, answer his phone from the partner in the firm asking him for stuff. And he doesn't get fired. Ever. No. He no. still makes money. Which is crazy. But the most unbelievable okay. thing about that is that, is that it's, paid. it's paid. Because no, if you're no. not, like, if you're a first-year law student or below, you're not getting paid to be an intern. Even if you're out of, like... My, I have an uncle who is now a judge who told me he had to pay five grand to get into an internship. Which is insane and sounds like a scam to me. So I'm sorry that yeah. happened to your uncle, but like. I mean, it worked out for him. He's a fucking judge now. So, but okay. So after Scott's graduation. Oh, so Scott has this pen pal that he's kept through, through German class. He's been keeping up with this pen pal from in Germany for I don't know how long. For like a, a few, while. Like probably through all of high school. And the, he believes his name is Mike. And his pen pal's name is Mike. And he's like, he's actually a really cool guy. We're getting really close. And um, Cooper is like, oh, this could be like a sexual predator. He's like, it's going to be some guy who wants to meet you somewhere. and Because the internet was relatively new and everyone was freaking out that people were going to. Like this element, this, this element specific, of the internet. Right. This was, was very popular in movies that it would be a thing. I remember too, yeah. like when I first was allowed to use the internet by myself, my parents gave me a very serious talk about interacting with strangers on the internet. So basically Cooper's like, oh, he's probably like some like scary sexual predator. Just wait, he's going to ask to hang out with you. Yes. So they go to this graduation party. They all get schnockered. Scott comes. Oh, can we can we talk about something that happens at the, oh, the yeah, party? Yeah. That the hot tub. I hate this scene. I hate this scene so much. Me too. And also, like, it's not, what? it doesn't really make sense. Like, it's what I understand. Woman? It makes sense in the term who? in terms. Who is it, that stupid? What? Nobody's that but stupid. She's not even. She's not even like responding to anything. It's like un- Like, I understand that this is like a National Lampoon's type of joke of like, and then a girl showed us her boobs and like because boobs are hilarious. That. Um. And here's she looked great. We're happy for her. Oh, she looked amazing. I don't think she looked boobs wonderful. are fun. I don't but think there was they're no. Funny, it didn't but. make any sense because what it is is like Cooper hops into like a no woman. There are no two women having any conversations with each other in this movie. Nope. Um, no, the only nope. closest it comes is right before the hot tub scene. We overhear the women talking. We do not see them interact or talk. No woman. No two women are having a conversation where they're in the same like shot. Mm-hmm. Um, if more than one woman is in the same frame, it's just one woman talking and the rest have her tits, have their tits out. Pretty um, much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the and only- she's, but she's getting up to leave because he, Cooper jumps in the hot tub with all his clothes on and goes, this isn't where I parked my car. Which I <sighs> hate that that made me laugh. It That's was a recurring joke that it he is, has throughout the movie. I thought it was kind of funny. And it did make me, it's a very like, but I'm bum, like old school, like, yeah dork ass joke anyway but he's but he but says then he's oh like, oh you've got some like dirt on your boob and he like basically gets her to like rub her boobs and take off her top and rub her boobs and like n- n- this would never happen she doesn't and like it doesn't make sense that she wouldn't be able to just like See notice it? that this is happening and then all of a sudden her friends come back and they're like what are you doing and then then she's mad but it's unclear if she even knows what she's mad at is she just mad that there's He's there and her friends are there. Like, I don't, I don't understand this girl's thing. It makes no sense. Because if she doesn't understand why, what is happening while it's happening, why would her friends showing up make her upset with him? Like, it doesn't, doesn't that doesn't make, make sense. sense. And like, the only rationale I could think is like, this girl probably already wanted, was like feeling herself. So she was like, you know what? Yeah. If someone's going to appreciate my breasts, I'm going to show it to them. Like, she was already probably drunk and maybe wanted to do something like this anyway. And then maybe she just didn't want her friends to know that she was going to hook it hook it up with this boy. Maybe? I don't I know. I don't know. I don't think I'm there's trying, any way to logic. I don't think you I'm, can logic I'm adding logic through. to the thing where the whole joke is just a girl showed her boobs. I'm adding too much 
and I'm making yeah, it because, not a joke. Yeah, it's literally and not funny. Like, but the, like it, I the punchline like is just one. boobs. There's no logic to it. Men wrote this. Straight men wrote this. And like the thing is, there are other like dumb, silly jokes in this movie that I do really like and make me laugh. Yeah, but, of like, course. This this one, I was just like, I hate this. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so, so anyway, high school part. Scotty's drunk. He gets an email from Mike. Think, Mike, that's like, hey, I'm sorry to hear you got you about your breakup. Maybe we could meet up. And he's drunk, and he's like, oh shit, some dude's trying to fuck me. Which is like, hey, babe. Okay. Like, also, you could just like not reply to the email, but yeah, you know. don't reply. Yeah, that's the easiest thing. But the idea is because he's drunk and he's like panicking, and he sends an email. That's like, I never want to talk to you. you say, I think he says, you sick German freak. Yeah, I think is which I thought says. was kind of funny. You uh, yeah, sick no, it's German it. freak. Yeah, said. And so what happens is the next morning, his little brother explains to him, he's like, no, hey, you idiot. Her name is Mika. And this photo you got is of her. Like, he thinks it, it was like... The joke is, I thought this was so funny. He's yeah. like, yeah, that's Mike and his sister, Jan. And his brother's mm -hmm. like, no, you turd brain. That's yeah. Jan and his sister, Mika. Because yeah, they're German. Because they're German, you dumb bitch. And he shows the thing. And he, so he tries to, like, email her to, like, be like, I'm so sorry. And he's blocked. And he's, like, losing his mind. And Cooper comes over and he explains what happened to Cooper. And Cooper's like, oh, shit. Like, he doesn't actually talk like that. Um, no, but he is a good friend because he's like, I have a way and we can get to Europe super cheap. You can see Mika. Yeah. You can explain everything. We can hang out with the twins and see how they're doing in Europe, too. They know they don't even plan to see the twins yet. Well, yeah, they just run into them. But yeah, them, but they but run into them later. But like, he's like, we're going to Germany. Uh, we're going to Berlin. And even is that thing that was like probably used in the trailer of like, I'm going to Berlin. No, we're going, we're to, going Berlin. to Berlin. Yeah. It's very like, we're buds. And, um, but they do uh, stick with each other through thick and thin, which I thought was sweet. Oh, like it is. A, I do believe this friendship. Yeah. I, it's they're They're nice to each other. And like, but on the plane ride there, Cooper is like, my whole goal of this is like, I am here for you, but like, I'm gonna, I'm going to Europe to have a bunch of crazy European sex. Yeah. Um, oh God. And it's very, but I will say like, he has this like whole monologue that he delivers. That's like the classic thing of like the horny best friend thing. And like, his name is even Cooper. It's like the classic thing of like the horny best friend who has like an er name. That's like not even a name, you know, Hunter, like, Tyler, Tanner, Cooper, yeah. boner, like whatever. Did you just um, say boner? Yes, I did. <laughs> And you know what? Yes. On, and, yes. And on Growing Pains, Mike had a best friend named Boner. Amazing. Also, one of my cousins in college dated this um, dude who was kind of a, he was not wonderful. And I'm, I shouldn't say his name. Don't his, say he, it. He had, his, he had a real name, but I would refer to him as Boner. And when they were breaking up, <laughs> apparently <laughs> she went, you know, that he, I guess he tried to make an argument that. She, he, like, oh, your family likes me. Your cousins think I'm funny. Ugh. And she went, they call you Boner. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. God. Yeah. Um, Yowza. Anyway, um, they get, they arrive, they have to fly to London first. And then they're like, we'll get to London from Berlin. And then when they're in London, they uh, stop at this bar and they run into Vinnie Jones. And a bunch of I, Manchester United football hooligans. And it's mm -hmm. so funny. And so, like, the way that they become friends with them is they're like, oh, well, we're the American, like, the Ohio chapter of the Manchester United The way he says club. it is genuine. That was, like, that was the part where I wrote down, oh, no, I'm laughing, is he goes, we're the Manchester United fan club from Ohio. Like, the way he says from <laughs> Ohio, I can't do it. It genuinely made me laugh. I was so I, I it love was, him just honestly, saying this, this lot, but it was funny and then and then they're funny. like he's and like they, if you're really a fan of Manchester United sing the Manchester United and he song. just sings like a British pop song and they're happy and then they all sing together and they get drunk and then the next morning they wake up and they're on this like double decker bus with all the do all the fan the, the whole fan club all the football fans and, and they're going to uh, Paris. They're going to Paris. Which is kind of on the way to Berlin, so I don't know why they were freaking out, but okay. Well, uh, Scott doesn't know. Scott doesn't Scotty know. Doesn't like, know. Scotty, Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Listen, Scotty failed geography. <laughs> Scotty, in fact, does not know. Yeah. Um, 
and like I do feel it's a common thing in this movie of Scotty being Scott being like, dude, what are we gonna do? We're not. That's not near Berlin, and it's someone being like, Europe is small. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll just get there. Take the train. Um, ding but dong. they're they're driving into Paris, and this part made me laugh very hard. Like the joke is that they're like these soccer hooligans who are yelling at everybody and are kind of awful, and. They're honking the horn. At one point, Vinnie Jones is honking a horn, and he goes, "Fucking beep!" And yeah, when I tell you, I <laughs> laughed I so hard. I laughed so hard. I love Vinnie Jones. <laughs> I love I, Vinnie for Jones. Me, my favorite part of this was the robot fight. So they meet up. They meet up with the wait. Twins. You like the ro- you like the I hate the robots. I okay because well, I I don't like. Those street robots. I mean, anyway. I don't like them either, but I thought the fight was funny. Um, was honestly, clever. are you surprised? Sorry. Are you surprised that we liked different things about this movie? And I'm that, not. Anyway, and that they, you and liked the, the actual comedy and I liked the dumb shit? Are you surprised? No, later, I'm not, but also I, later there's going to be dumb shit that I mentioned that you're going to be like, why did you think that was funny? And I'll be like, anyway, uh, but oh, but yeah, anyway. the, they meet up with the twins in Paris. And so at this point, they all have their passports. Mm-hmm. And um, the boy twin whose name I never remember. Jamie. It's Thank Jamie. You. Jamie. He, she, she's Jenny. He's Jamie. Right. So Jamie has like, he's taking care of all their passports, all their tickets and everything because he's like a super dork and he has this like really intense travel guide. And he's mm-hmm. like the nerd. And he's like, I work really hard in school and care about my grades. And I want to like experience the culture and sights of Europe. I have, and- a, I have a fancy camera. And then... And they're um, like, sister, F you guys, we don't They're a like, shit. You're, you're a nerd. Um, but they also, like, a common thing also is that Jenny is sort of constantly dismissed as, like, she's like, I'm a girl. She has to, like... They treat her like one of the guys. And it's this problematic area of, like, of it's being, it's, it's treating a girl like they're not like other girls because they're one of the boys. Yeah. But then they're not one of the boys because they're a girl. Yeah, it's this weird thing. Also... She is the only woman who has, like, lines that doesn't get completely naked. Yeah. And part of it is kind of that thing because it's like, well, no, she's our friend and we like her. We wouldn't do that to her. She's yeah, like a real character. Because we care about her as a person. We see, we see her as a person. And, like, even Miko, who we, like, arguably like, we see her so much in fantasy that she's not even really a person. She's, we like, a concept. We see her boobs more than we she's, see her. We see her boobs more when we hear her talk. Yeah. Um, um... So, like, she's not even really a character. She's more like the driving force to get them to go. She's the goal. This. Yeah. She's the goal. She's the, op, like, the thing. Anyway. Um, but one would argue, if I'm going to be, uh, uh, one would argue that Jenny's journey in this is that she wants to be seen for her femininity and for her sexuality. And she also wants to be respected. She wants to have a good time. Mm-hmm. She wants to be acknowledged as a young woman coming yeah. into her sexuality. Now, what happens is that um, over the course of the movie, it's just different people being like, wait a minute, is Michelle Trachtenberg hot? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, she's been I hot know. the whole time. Spoiler! Yeah. But it's also, there's part of me that's like, oh, she's a bitch. Because I'm now 30, all I can see with any of these like people, even though these actors are like, what, like maybe early 20s, I, don't, I think they all topped out at like, I don't think any of them is over 25. But my brain is like, oh, babies. Oh, there's a child. I'm like, my brain truly was like, put a sweater on, Michelle. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Babe, no. Yeah. Um, are you okay? Are you safe? Michelle, blink twice. Um, <laughs> even though, like, she's doing fine. Like, she's fine in this movie. Yeah. Um, and and so, you know, oh, Cooper uh, ends up falling for her. Oh, argue, quote, falling, falling for her. The idea yeah. is that he's like, wait a minute. You're a hot girl. Wait, you're hot now. Yeah. And she's kind of understandably like mad at him that he hasn't noticed her the whole time because she's been there the whole time. Um, But yeah. So anyway, this robot fight. Oh, yeah. They go to because they're in Paris. They're in line for the Louvre and they see a street performer and he's like making all the robot noises and he's like being it. And so then Scott like steals his thunder and like does robot moves and then mm-hmm. they have a robot karate fight which to me is very funny um because um, when scotty kicks him in the balls he goes <gasps> and i thought that was very funny i didn't hear that joke and that is cute what <laughs> i thought was funny about i think it's well like done i will say like i do miss not, but, but like I feel like a lot of comedies now aren't as goofy. 
Like, yeah. we don't really have these types of, like, goofy sailor. Like, what if it was just jokes? Like, what if it was just truly a silly That's movie? what this movie is. From city to city, it's just like, joke, 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 joke. Like, joke. I will say, like, like, people shat on Barb and Star. I loved Barb and Star. And that's a movie that's just jokes, 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 jokes. Silly, 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 goofy, goofy. That movie made me laugh very hard. <gasps> but it's like, I do kind of miss that type of comment. So, like, even though I don't really love the robot fight, I am like, oh, I like that someone did this like they were like well what if we committed to this what i thought was funny is there's just a little girl with a balloon walking by i i don't know why like she looked like madeline yeah i I guess that it's just like oh how do how do we denote that we're in france just a tiny girl with a balloon um anyway they get to what else happens in paris uh, oh, in Paris, they go to dinner and they decide, they convince the twins to go with them to, to Berlin. Berlin. So they go and, from Paris. Oh, something I do like, though, is yeah. that up until that point to denote like, oh, here we are traveling from this time, like they would show a map. But at that point in the movie, they're like having dinner and Scotty is like, OK, let's say this table is Europe and they're like, OK, this is Paris where we are. This is so and so we have to hit. He's like using stuff on the table to be like, oh, this is. We got to go to Berlin. We got to go to Amsterdam, blah, 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 blah. And then for the rest of the movie, when anytime they travel, it's, it's like a shot of the table. Yeah, that and was like cool. Different parts. I thought that's clever. It's like, oh, this is fun. That's cute. Um, but let's yeah, do so, fun stuff. Anyway. So they go from Paris and then they're going to take the train from Paris to just a really small like beach town and take the train there to Amsterdam and then from Amsterdam to Berlin. So there's uh, a funny nude beach scene. I don't think we really need to talk about it. It's just no. Although the be- oh the beach scene is where because um, Michelle Trachtenberg is in a bikini and that's right, where it's because, like oh wait a minute because Jeez, it turns huh? out it turns out that like all of the like hot locals go to the place that Jamie wanted to go to and everyone was like we're not going there nerd because yeah. all the like gross tourist guys goes to the main mm-hmm. they go to the main, to the main beach, beach and scare anyway, off all the girls. We don't need to spend too much anyway. Um, I saw too many penises. Um, I appreciate that they were like, what if we just showed a bunch of dicks? I mean, yeah. Um, it was just, I thought that was a clip, but I'm also like, we're good. Anyway, it was so they a go lot, to Beach. It was a lot. Then they go, to, where do they then go? Then they go to Amsterdam. Oh, they take, they take the train. Do they take the train to Amsterdam? Yeah. So you take the wait, train is to the, Wait, is the train, is Fred Armisen on the train, is that to Amsterdam or is that, yes, where is that? It's to Amsterdam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, Fred Armisen so, is in this ugh. movie and he plays... An Italian man who uh, is just like handsy with all of them, like and all the boys. every time they say, "Hey, what are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, Miss Scusi, Miss Scusi, Miss Scusi, Miss Scusi." It's so dumb. It's really dumb, but it's honestly really funny. I love Fred Armisen, and he does it's, a really good job really of being a creep. It's it's just this movie is so. It's dopey. Goofy. This um, movie is so goofy. It's just very silly. Yeah. Um, so then and, we get um, to Amsterdam. And, oh, and the Amsterdam and all... is where, like, oh. This oh, is what Amsterdam. Okay. It's funny because this okay. is what Americans think Amsterdam is, okay? They think yeah. it's just, like, this lawless wasteland filled with drugs and sex, which, like, it's not. Um, mm-hmm. So... Jenny and Scott go to a bakery and they try to eat hash brownies and they think that they're high, but they're just weird and idiots mm-hmm. because it's not, they're not hash brownies. The, the joke is that they're just good brownies. Um, but they're, uh, a, but they're acting like they're really high and it's yeah. like, you know, you can, the suggestibility you and you, you are yeah. dumb and you think blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then um, um, Jamie it, goes to get his camera cleaned and the girl mm. at the camera store gives him a blowjob. But he, while that's happening, he, he is robbed. By Dietrich Bader. All their, by Dietrich Bader. I know. I was like, hey, hey. This so movie he, does have a lot of stuff where you're like, ah, hey, you're in this. Yeah. Um, but so uh, he gets robbed, he gets robbed he, of all, all their, their passports, passports, all their money, all their, money. All their stuff. Um, and then, and then uh, Cooper oh, okay. goes so, to this. This was funny to me too. Cooper goes to this sex club called Club Vandersex. You know what I loved about this though, Lucy Lawless. Lucy, yes, I did. You yeah, bet your too. ass, I me did. Too. When she showed up, I was like, "Correct, this is correct." I also I, I love her. her Dutch accent. Number one, I thought it was mm-hmm. very funny. And two, did you notice that in the credit scene, Joanna Lumley was. What? Yes, no, Joanna yeah, Lumley they, they, they was clearly the had a scene. Owner. They clearly had like a scene at a hostel that they cut, but they were like, but we had Joanna jo- like they kind of want you to know like no, at one point Joanna Lumley was in this movie. We right. want you to know it's that. It's very funny. But basically um, like anyway. they 
they basically like prank Cooper because they're like, oh, you're just a they dumb. I, yeah, I, f- I, I mean, like not not cool stuff happens to him, but basically no. like he they have a flyer and he shows up. He's like, oh, like, do I get a free T-shirt with this flyer? And they're like, oh, you're American. Mm-hmm. And so they basically take him into this like sex dungeon and they're like clamping his balls and they have this like horrible like dildo machine. <laughs> And it's, it's so it, this movie is so like of its time like yeah. i don't know that there's there are a few things as like wacky 2000s comedy as like some kind of dildo an automatic dildo mechanism. trident yeah some kind of just a reference to a dildo or some kind of dildo mechanism yeah um yeah and that the joke is that earlier she gave him a piece of paper with like a safe word on it so like if you ever don't want to do something just say your safe word but it's just like crazy german like thing that he can't it's say. It's Dutch, so it's crazier I, than German. I, and he, okay, he tries to say racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, so the next morning they all meet up and the whole the joke is that they all everything each one of them tried to go do something that they thought they were really gonna enjoy doing and it didn't turn out that way. Like, except for Jamie. Except for Jamie. And like a common theme thing is like Cooper's like, why is Jamie the only one hooking up? This is also so like 2016 sex comedy is like i want to hook up like the concept of hooking up oh i remember oh anyway um <laughs> so what oh then they go to so they're oh, trying wait, to so, hitchhike before what? before this here's my big problem oh now we have a problem <laughs> okay <laughs> rude okay not to toot my own horn but to toot i am very well traveled and i have traveled europe by myself as a teenager <gasps> yeah. and why didn't they go to the embassy in Amsterdam? They're like, you need a passport, but that's also not, that's embassies. I know, but like embassies <laughs> specifically deal with lost passports. So like, oh. that's like, if you're ever in Europe or another country and you're in a major city or not, and you get robbed, you can file a police report. You can go to the embassy and they will help you get a new passport and get you documentation so you can move around because there's no way they could fly anywhere yeah. without passports. Even post 9-11, pre-9-11, if you yeah. don't have a passport, you're not getting into another country, period. Yeah. If you fly. And even on the train, like, they do border checks on trains, too, if you're going into a different country. Or even the bus. I once took a bus from Paris to Switzerland, and they stop at the border, and you have to show your passport. So, like, just pro tip, know where the embassies are. They're there to help you. Go there if you have a problem. And these stupid children should have just gone to the embassy and then gotten their passports and flown to Berlin. Except that's valid. You're nothing you're saying is wrong. However, the hitchhiking also, was very funny. Isn't it also funny that they hitchhike and they go on a, uh, the joke is that Scott doesn't know German very well. He even says, I know bad German. So, cause they, a guy pulls over to the side of the road and he like, Scott's trying to get him to take them to Berlin. And the guy <laughs> keeps saying Berlin, but he's listing all the reasons he will never go to Berlin and how he kind of hates Berlin and all the horrible stuff that happened to him in Berlin. And yeah, so, he was like, I killed a guy in Berlin. I'm never going yeah, back there. But it's subtitled. So Scott, being a, a cute little dum-dum, is like, he's going to take yeah. us to Berlin. So they get in the back of this guy's van. They go to uh, Bratislava. In Slovakia. In so, Slovakia. And it's former Soviet Union. So, like, they get out of the truck. The, this the, was the so shot, funny. This was, this was probably my favorite thing in the whole movie of just so a good. shot of a dog with a hand in its mouth. Yes. <laughs> like, it's just all of the buildings are very stark and they're playing, like, really sad Soviet-sounding music and, like, there's nobody there. Yeah. It's um, very funny. And then there's this like older guy who comes out and they're like, Do you speak English? He's like, Yes, we just got Miami Weiss on TV. This guy was in this guy is in a lot of different things. Yeah, he's he like a famous like the, European actor. He, yeah, he was like the Russian president in The Saint. And yeah, I watched The Saint recently with some friends, and that movie is insane. I love that movie. Val Kilmer. It is very fun. Val Elizabeth Kilmer Shue. just doing Elizabeth Shoe. <sighs> Val Kilmer just doing different accents and wearing disguises, Oof. which I live. And then Same. Elizabeth Shue, Elizabeth Shue's like, um, why would you steal cold fusion? Yeah, and Elizabeth Shue's like, <laughs> I'm a nuclear why? physicist with a heart palpitation. <laughs> why? Why? why would you steal cold fusion? <laughs> I 
That God. Oh my God. Such a good movie. Um, anyway, but, but we're that not here guy, to talk about Elizabeth Shue. Anyway, that like, guy is like I, he he's very nice to them. Anyway, they oh, also uh, find for out any, the ex- what? for any youngsters who don't know why this is funny though. Like the Soviet oh. Union, like countries that exited the Soviet Union once it was once it collapsed were mm-hmm. very poor and really mm-hmm. did not do well economically after the mm-hmm. Soviet Union collapsed. So the joke is like. Miami Vice aired on TV in the U.S. in like the 70s and 80s, and the no, joke it's the is 80s. the it 80s. The like, 80s. So the joke yeah. is that they're not getting; they're like on a 30-year delay, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because of it how looks- bad the economy is, and so mm-hmm. further to that, what I think you were going to say is they're like, mm-hmm. how much money do we have? And they have like a, a dollar, like, like two dollars maybe, yeah. and it, it makes them like billionaires in yeah. this in Bratislava. And like, I want to be mad at this. I want to be like, this is not. This is rude. Or whatever, and this is a very American. But also, I mean, it made it's me laugh. True. When they went to the, when they go to the hotel and they're eating lobster and they're having a good time, I, I, and, and I, he I, tips I, the guy with fun. a nickel and he goes, a nickel. I quit and I open my own hotel and just it's storms like, out. So goofy. This movie is so goofy. And then they go out to a club, and um, uh, at the club, Scotty doesn't know is playing. Um, like yeah. a German, like, Which was like very, a, like I thought a that was Euro, a nice touch. like a Euro club um, track version of it. Yeah, and yeah, I thought yeah. that's fun. Um, and they're dancing and having fun. Oh, earlier in the movie, because the thing Jenny has been saying the whole movie is that she wants to like a girl she knew went to Europe and on a trip after school and like went on, spent the month on a boat with this like older, hot rich, dude. hot yeah. European guy. And earlier at a train station, she met this, like, older, cute um, European guy who's, like, very beautiful. Um, and he, she runs into him at the club and then at the club finds out that he's, like, married and kind of just sleeps with people. And she's very upset about it. And so at this club, they drink absinthe. Um, yeah. I've never had. Now, here's the thing. Absinthe won't, like, what the thing that would make you hallucinate Part of why it was like illegal for a while um, was wormwood, yeah. which makes you hallucinate. But wormwood hasn't been used in absinthe for like a long time. Yeah, um, and also, but it's still a very strong alcohol. Like yeah. it's still very like you and have I a think, glass and you're like, oh. I think traditionally yeah. the way it's served is uh, with water and a sugar cube. Like you're yes, like the you, ratio of absinthe to water is like one part absinthe four parts water so they drink absinthe and they get very fucked up very quickly and are having a very good time dancing at the club it is i do kind of love scenes where it's like we're having a crazy time dancing it was cute it's cute it's fun i do i think it's cute i think it's fun i like seeing people have fun um i do also think it's funny because all i can think about is the fact that like they're not hearing music like if you're filming like a dance scene in a movie, it's silent. So people are dancing to nothing. Yeah. So it's just some like director being like, <sighs> crazier, do this. And just people moving around to yeah. nothing. Oy, and yay. that's fun to me. Anyway. It is at very this, funny. This and then the, but at this, this is like probably this one is of the, the more grossest. famous parts of the, yeah. this is a, a Probably the grossest part of the movie, and also like uh, it was used in all the trailers, and it was like the famous, like the famous bit of Euro Trip, is that the twins are so drunk that they make out with each other. And a running gag is that like they're not in sync with each other, so Scott and Cooper keep calling them the worst twins ever. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're and now then, they really are because they because made they out with each other. and they're like they are making Honestly, out. Props to these two, because good job, they, my dudes. They, they, com- they committed. Yeah. They committed. Yeah. Yeah. They said all of you are going to see our tongues. And good for you. Um, good for you guys. Anyway, they figure out how to get... How do they get... Oh, they anyway, they end up getting to Berlin. The old anyway. man who oh, they the talk to drives them to Berlin. Yes. He drives them to Berlin. They go to... They get to Mika's apartment. Um, With... Initially... Ed- Scott's just going to go by himself. And then Cooper and then goes Cooper with him. And it's very sweet, but I, that this was another part that did make me laugh because, like, an old, like, the maid answers the door and oh it's my like, God. this old woman. Yeah. And he goes, oh, she's hideous, run! <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, also clearly a joke and it, 
I fucking giggled at this movie. This movie made me laugh. It's funny. This is a silly Billy movie. Anyway, um, it turns out Mika is gone. She was going to go to like America or like stay. She's but- doing a, a semester at sea, but they're spending mm-hmm. one day in Rome at the Vatican. Yeah. Taking a tour. And they're it. like, how are we going to get there? And so Jamie sells his camera that he loved. It was a whole thing. And he like really was obsessed with his camera. But now he's like, no, friendship. So, yeah, so uh, all, they go also, to, they go to, oh, in sorry, the apart- what? In Mika's oh, apartment. this joke, I don't, I, it's, this it's is the tired. most, it's, the, it's same. the most 2000s joke in the world. And I'm tired of it, which is a tiny German child acting like Hitler. Yeah. Like drawing and a little Hitler mustache, doing a, whatever that Thank you. I didn't know the name of it. Yeah, and, like, nobody notices except Cooper, and Cooper's like, this is weird. Um, But Curb Your Enthusiasm has a joke about that, too, where, like, where the kid is using the swastika. It's pretty, it's funny when Larry David does it. Oh, here's the thing. Greg the Flamboyant Kid, you bet your ass I love that. Yeah. He's like, I love that the lines are, like, up and then down and then up and then down and then up. (laughs) There should be one in every gift shop in New York. (laughs) And then you go, there's a line in that Larry David bit that that Kirby and Thousand bit where um, Larry David goes, I think Jews would be upset, and the little boy goes, "Get a life, Jews." <laughs> I remember that. That's so funny. <laughs> it shouldn't be Get funny, but it is funny. It's so funny. And but, and oh, but this, here's the thing: this movie is trying to do that, but it's just not as funny. It's just stupid. But he also the same guy who directed this directed and worked on several episodes of Kirby worked on Kirby Enthusiasm. He's also the same guy that created the league it's the same kind yeah. of like thing. yeah yeah anyway raunchy um, inappropriate humor uh what else have? oh so anyway they, they, they go make to, it they go to the rome, vatican to the vatican they make it to the rome and mika's walking around they um they lie their way into the vatican and jamie pretends and jamie to be a gives tour a tour guide, yeah. and they give him a tour group which is funny mm-hmm. because in italy you need to be licensed to give tours um fun fact okay like you um, have to be an official tour guide in order to give tours and get paid for them like that. So that's what makes this movie so crazy. Um, <laughs> they don't go to the anyway, embassy. They're not compliant with Italian law. No. <laughs> uh, Melanie, how many boobs did you see when you were in Europe? How many boobs? I mean, a shit. In comparison to this movie. Oh, oh do you okay. mean like real human boobs or like nude statue boobs? Real human boobs. None. Okay. This movie is a lie. <laughs> and I was in France. So Oh damn. Anyway, um, so while they're at the Vatican, anyway, they uh take a wrong turn. They end up in the like Pope's the papal apartment. Pa- which they is accidentally like- ring the bell to signify that the Pope has died and everyone outside is like, Oh, the Pope is dead. They accidentally burn one of the Pope's hats. And then it looks like there's white smoke, and then Scott, there's it's That's, a series of misunderstandings. Yeah. It's a very goofy thing where all of a sudden, next thing you know, Scott's out on a balcony, and everyone thinks he's the Pope. And from the balcony, he sees Mika. He climbs down, and uh, she's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I love you." And she's like, "Who are you? Who yeah. are you?" And then he explains who he is. And and she's uh, not bothered by it. She's like Scott. Oh my God! It's great that you're here. And then so they cool they do it in the what's it called the confession booth. Yes. Yeah, which um, was like and 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 uh, it was a lot. Now here's the thing. There's something interesting that I found out. This was not the original ending of the movie. Really? Because you know how she says like I think it takes a long time where it keeps zooming in on her face where you're waiting for her response because she's like um I think like you're waiting to hear what her response to scott is going to be mm-hmm. and then it just cuts to them having sex originally the original ending of the movie she's like i think you made a mistake and she's like i'm not gonna we don't know each other like it's they have the original ending was like a kind of mature serious conversation where she's like we don't know each other well enough i think we should keep writing to each other um i don't know what you thought was gonna happen but like oh wow yeah and, I bet um, test audiences hated that. They were not fans. Um, and, like, I kind of get it, because while that is kind of an interesting or different ending... You, the um, way the film it is doesn't set up, go with really, that tone. You're really rooting for Scotty to get it. This is a very silly, dumb movie. It feels weird that at the end they'd be like, actually, we respect this girl whose breasts we have shown 70 times. Yeah. Um... And I will say the ending that they went with, she does seem to be on board and happy about, about having sex with Scott. 
Yeah. In the confessional. In the confessional. Um, yeah. So they, they that happens, end up together. And they end up together. He goes to school at Oberlin College in Ohio. By the way, fuck Ohio. Objectively, the worst place what? I've ever been. Suck a dick, Ohio. Wow. I don't know if the full podcast supports this, but because I am your friend, I'm going to have to also agree and be like, yeah. I mean, the pod doesn't have to support it. This is, I don't represent the brand or the company. Um, my opinion is I've never my been own. to Ohio. Although don't. in fourth grade, in fourth grade, my state project was on Ohio. Sorry. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> anything no just I, when the i the only reason i picked it is because the reason i picked it is because our student teacher mr hennickman was from ohio oh no and um i drew like a little mini mr hennickman mr wherever you are mr hennickman what is your deal what happened to you i know you were involved in the swim team at the u of a because you brought us all to the swimming pool and uh i don't know why you did that i don't know but so anyway, he's anyway, at Oberlin. Said, he's on the phone with Jenny and Cooper, who are also, together at their college. Such a re like it, it, the way you can tell this is such like was shot much later is the wig the wig they put in that on that young man. Oh, also, it is so weird to watch this movie having just been. It's not so weird, but it is interesting to watch this movie having just been justified. Because he's very different on Justified. He's great on Justified. He might be my favorite character on Justified. Anyway, we'll get to Justified in a minute. No, we won't. Anyway, um, he's wearing a wig. <laughs> anyways. So Scotty's like, yeah, my roommate's not here yet. And then Mika shows up. And the joke is, like, I'm your roommate because they must have thought I was a guy named Mike. And it's yeah. like, oh, ha, 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 ha. And then they make out. And that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Um, I love this movie. I like here's the thing of the like uh, movie t- like goofy teen sex comedies of this this era. It's like kind of it's kind of charming. It's it's I it's charming. It's silly. It's so fucking silly. This movie is goofy. It's very screwball um, comedy. Very screw very goofy silly wackadoo. Yeah. Um, here's a question for you. Funny. Talk to me. Did you think this was romantic? I don't know. Maybe like it in the way that like I I guess I was rooting for them to get together. Yeah. I guess. I kind of I I was like I hope something nice happens to this boy who doesn't know anything. Yeah. Um, I wanted them so to I get guess, together, but I didn't think there was any true romance. No. I don't know, but like and they try to like I will say they try to like kind of set something up of him being like I think I really like her. Because he's like rereading old emails and he likes how. But much also, they have like, it's, but like I can we also discuss for a moment that like he's good friends with him as a guy, but then the second he finds out that Mika was a girl, he's like immediately in love with her. Yeah, that's the weird thing is it's like, wait, what? Like, were and you I just was... in love with Mike the whole time? And now did you that not you... know that that was an option? Yeah, and now that you think um, your only option is available, you are in love like maybe there's some deeper things we should be exploring there. are you only able to see women as like oh if a woman if i have this connection like intimacy with a woman is only viewed through like romance or sex and it's like no they can just be friends you yeah can you be, can like, have an intimate if I close do friendship friends with thing, someone yeah which is weird because he's friends with jenny Right, also, but Jenny again, has no other female friends. But, we don't but see again, Jenny, with any Jenny other, anyway. is he doesn't <gasps> see, see as Jenny girl. as a he sexual being. He doesn't see Jenny as a girl. He doesn't he see Jenny as a girl. He consistently tells her, her "You don't yeah. count. You're one of the guys." So yeah. that checks out. Um, but yeah, also I think you and I would both agree, not a sexy movie. No, I mean there's sex in it, but it is not. I thought Lucy Lawless was pretty sexy. Yeah, no, that of all of I will yeah, but not like Zena, yeah, Lucy Lawless. <sighs> Oh, gay panic has set in. Just hubba da hubba da hubba da. Bye panic. <laughs> just, just Lucy Lola. I think I just, just her being, just the, the tallest woman in the room towering over him. Bitch, you better work. Yeah. Maybe I also just like that because I'm, I'm actually taller than Lucy Lola. So I looked it up because I was like, is she my height? She's 5'10, I'm six feet. So. Hell um, yeah. Hell yeah. That babe. means you could beat her up in a fight. I don't want to beat her up. <laughs> um,. But yeah, okay. She can beat me up, dude. If she, well, if she, <laughs> Xena sorry. Warrior Princess can beat you up. Beat the shit out of me, dude. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Those rings, man. Whatever. Uh, knock me out. I'll do. I'll be, I'm. I probably deserve it. 
I didn't watch enough Xena Warrior Princess to know like the context of why she would be fighting me. Um, You're good. Anyway, don't worry. But yeah, okay. Um, so was it romantic? Eh. Was it sexy? Eh. No. I think um, it kind of does qualify though for this podcast. I think so, and I would I would make the argument that sex comedies count as romantic comedies if the sex and the romance are intertwined. If it's yeah, just about sex, then no. But if it's about sex with someone that you care about or that you're in love with, then yes, it counts. Even though a lot of like sex comedy or the joke, at not the joke, but the thing at the end of like, oh, we learned a lesson is it's, it's not even like, oh, I actually respect girls or like, oh, my goal shouldn't be to only try to have sex with girls. It's, oh, I respect this specific girl. Right. I didn't really like, learn anything. I didn't really learn anything. It's just that I like this girl because she's different from the other girl. Mm-hmm. My lesson learned is that I like a different girl. And uh, I will say that doesn't happen in this movie necessarily. No. I don't I don't really get that vibe. It's not even because he's not even like really comparing. Like, here's the thing. The second Fiona is out, she's out. We don't see her again. We don't hear from her again. Like, other movies like this would typically have some kind of shot going back to her where it shows something bad happened to her. Or they would like even... Like, she got her bring, comeuppance. Or they would even or bring like, Fiona back. Yeah, to be like, oh, I actually like you, and then he can yell. But no, it's truly just like, no, Fiona's off having sex with Matt Damon. She's having, having a, great, a time. great time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I, I But, yeah, I think it's counts. Um, do we... We have do to do we, a fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Do we... Okay, so... Are we doing the three boys? The three gentlemen? Three yeah. gentlemen? Okay. So we Scott, got Jamie. Cooper, Jamie. How do you already know? Here's because I'm I was I knew we were gonna have to do this for the pod, and part of me was like, this is weird. <laughs> like, because in my brain, I'm like, these are just dumb, horny teens. And even if I try to separate that as like, okay, no, these are like what, like 25-year-old. Even that, I'm like, that's a baby. Yeah. Well, baby. Here's I'm like, a, those are babies. Here's how like, I'm yeah, here's how I'm going to skate that line. I'm going to pretend that I just graduated high school. Got it. Okay. That was okay. going to be my next question. Like, if are we I'm, putting ourselves, are yeah. we Jenny in this scenario? Yeah. But not related if I'm, to Jamie. Okay. Yeah. If I just graduated high school, I'm 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I am, <laughs> and I'm putting myself in the mindset of me when I was 18. So okay. we are... Here's the thing, me marrying, when I was 18. Oh, yeah, sorry. we are marrying Cooper, we are killing Scott, and we are fucking Jamie. Interesting. Yeah. What about I, you? T- oh God. Here's the thing. 18-year-old me would not have been anywhere near these boys. True. I would have true. been around them. I would what would have happened is I would have been a Jenny in this scenario where they wouldn't have acknowledged me as a girl. Because mm. that would happen a lot. Um they would or they wouldn't have, like we wouldn't have been friends i i probably would have had crushes on any of them if any of them were nice to me i would have been like <laughs> i don't know maybe um i guess maybe something's gonna happen with me and so-and-so and then it wouldn't happen because then they it, whatever um that sounded very bitter and i'm actually very okay with the fact that nothing happened for me in high school <laughs> i was not in a position to the level of anxiety I had just being a regular teen, if you were to add sex on top of that, I would have, it would not have been good. Um, okay, 18-year-old me, like 18, 19-year-old me, I'm going to, 18-year-old me would have married Scott, fucked Cooper, and killed Jamie. Okay, that checks out. I probably would have done that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That works. I honestly, yeah. I don't think that there's a perfect answer for this, because like, they're all somewhat passable. You should not hook up with any of these dumb horny children oh <laughs> <laughs> we said different things but we i also know what you mean like things. no like these are cute dudes these yeah. are like cute nice relatively non-threatening young like men. any of these dudes you're settling but like you'll are have we, a fine time you're set okay you went very harsh i went i was going in a way of like i don't think it would be appropriate at this stage in their development and you were like you're settling with for these dumb bitches, <laughs> I can we talk about justified? <laughs> no. no, absolutely. If we're not. talking justified, I'm marrying that motherfucker. And yes, he's a series of red flags, but that squinty, quiet bitch. Ooh, I love you, bitch. I ain't gonna ever stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> um, and on that note, 
that's Eurotrip. And if you... I think we'd recommend it. I, guess I would recommend it. I would recommend... Absolutely. It's free for on... Like a, it's free on it, Prime. Definitely watch it. It's super funny. It's very goofy. I think it's very funny in terms of like... Um, it, okay. If you're having like a... If you're feeling some kind of nostalgia for a movie of that time period... I think this is a good one to pick of like very goofy comedies from our teens. Yeah. I, yeah. I had like, like, and it was one where upon rewatching it, I didn't feel like, remember how we rewatched just friends and we were so angry. Yeah. I, I expected to be angry in this movie and I wasn't like at all. Yeah, I was just like, this is silly. I think it's because it's so lighthearted, but on that goofy. note, on that it note, goofy. Anyway, I would say that final, note. final conclusion Teen sex comedies can count as romance. Yeah. Um, but if you have an opinion on that, let us know. You can tweet us or Instagram message us at hellnocast. Our Gmail is hellnocast at gmail.com. Or you can peruse our website, which is hellnocast.com. It's got all of our episode summaries and bios and other information on there. Um, and we love interacting with you guys. So if anyone has an opinion... Let us know. We love getting recommendations. We love talking about film, movies, all that fun stuff. And if you want to help support the pod, which obviously you do because you're listening. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah. Number one, thank you. Number two, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it helps yeah. us out. Yeah. Anyway, that was Eurotrip. And this has been You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And thank you for Love. joining us. And... Love. Uh, 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 Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you Had Me at Hell Note was recorded remotely in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I want to thank Tiffer Hill for editing our podcast, putting up with all our shenanigans, and making us sound amazing. We would also like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for writing our theme song. Thanks, Bella and Lucille. 